Hi, thanks for listening. In 20 seconds or less, I wanted to ask if you would consider supporting the show with a one-time donation of $1 to $3. The funds go to subscription fees, equipment upkeep, and a general sense of well-being. Links in the show notes. And again, thanks for listening. Okay, on with the show. Chapter 41 Their guns fell silent. No one spoke. The angle of the bus and the press of the dead at the windows had pushed them back against the opposite side. They all stared at the wall of decay that had washed over them. The dead filled the windows, blocking out the sun. Their mass created a realm of shadow that the light from behind them seemed to barely penetrate. Nicole gripped her pistol and moved it erratically back and forth, looking for any sign of the dead's advance. Next to her, the others breathed heavy, matching her breath for breath. Sweat poured off their brows. Their labored, anxious breathing was the only sound, save for the wet plopping of dismembered afal that dropped from the dead, landing in the seats and sliding to the floor in front of them. Apart from gravity doing its work, the dead did not move. There was no sound of their ravenous groans. Nicole took a long minute to assess before lowering her weapon. Suddenly, Paul jumped up, grabbed his rifle, and sprayed the dead with a foulissade of bullets. A scream erupted from his throat as he worked the trigger and shredded what was left of the dead with his onslaught. Finally, the rifle clicked empty, and Paul stood staring at the horror before him. His screams faded, and he collapsed back into his seat. Jordan hugged her father. Nicole looked at Paul, then her gaze fell on the others. Realization began to dawn on them all. They had fought for their lives, had literally stared death in the face countless times, and emerged. Nicole plopped down into one of the seats and wiped her brow. The others began to take stock of themselves, their breathing and composure returning to baseline. Nicole took a breath and looked over at Walt. Sorry about your bus, Walt, she said. Walt looked around the mess that was his bus. The side where the dead had pressed was caved in. The glass in all the windows was shattered and bullet holes riddled the metal. Viscera covered almost everything. Walt began to laugh. <laughs> oh man, I'm going to need a new bus now, I think. But hey, everything you live to regret is something you survived, right? He said. Sam looked up at Walt. Who said that one, Walt? Sam said. Walt turned to Sam. I don't know, man. That one may be all me, Walt said. Everyone smiled. Paul chuckled. That's a good one, Walt, he said. Ruby leaned over and rubbed Walt's back. Words to live by, hippie, she said. Walt smiled. Well, thanks, Mama, he said. Billy looked around the bus. So... How do we get out of here? He said. Everyone looked afresh at the wall of guts that hung and spilled through the windows in front of them. Nicole pursed her lips and let out a sigh. Does anybody have any gloves? She said. Hazmat suit is more like, Sam said. Nicole smiled. 
Do you think we can all fit through these windows? Nicole said. They all looked at the windows behind them. It's either that or dig through them, Paul said. Everyone's face betrayed their reluctance to try and make their escape from the front side. Well, we won't know till we try, Walt said as he tried to squeeze through one of the small rectangles behind him. He got his head and one shoulder through before he became lodged tight and had to withdraw. Nicole turned and looked to the front of the bus. The dead had surrounded them on three sides, the heaviest concentration being from the long side, perpendicular to the road. She went up to the windshield and looked out. It was largely clear. Most of the dead had come down the road and hit them broadside, sweeping down the length of the bus to the back. The wreckage from the decimated cars had prevented the dead much of an opportunity for an attack from the driver's side. I think this is our best bet. If we can break out this windshield, she said. Nicole looked to Walt. Again, sorry about your bus, Walt, but it means doing a little more damage. Walt climbed over to Nicole. He ejected his empty magazine and handed it to her. Walt then turned and looked back at Jordan. Oh, hey, sweet girl, uh, toss me a fresh one, he said. Jordan tossed Walt a full magazine. Walt caught it and jammed it home, then held the rifle at his hip. He squeezed the trigger and raked the barrel back and forth across the big windshield. The rounds pierced the glass, creating spiderweb cracks all along it. When the gun clicked empty, Walt turned and smiled. I was going to quote Scarface, but I thought it might have been a bit cliché for the situation. You know what I'm saying, he said. Walt turned and with the butt of the gun began banging on the shattered windshield. Nicole shook her head and then climbed up with her own rifle and began to help Walt break the glass free. In a few moments, they had cleared away the last of the glass. Nicole turned to the others. It's quiet, but we should check it out before we all go out there. Walt, Sam, you game for a little reconnaissance? She said. The final frontier, man, let's go, Walt said. He held up his hand and Jordan tossed him another magazine. She and Ruby loaded up two more and handed them to Nicole and Sam. The three hauled themselves through the windshield and disappeared. The others waited inside, listening for any telltale signs. In a minute, there were two gunshots. These were followed every couple of seconds by more two-round bursts. After several minutes, Walt popped his head back inside, a big smile on his face. Hey, shipmates, leave has been approved. All ashore is going ashore. Ruby sat alone in the bus. She had watched all the others climb out through the empty windshield, and when it came to be her turn, she told them flat out that she was past her days of such gymnastics, and the time she would be hauled around like a sack of potatoes had never come. Nicole, Paul, Walt, Sam, Billy, and Jordan stood in front of the bus by the side of the road and tried to figure out what to do. The only other vehicle that is in any shape to drive, and that we know for a fact actually runs, is Walt's bus, Paul said. All eyes turned to the bus. The evidence of their battle was piled to the roof and extended some feet away from it, down the highway. As the dead had assailed them and were dispatched by gunfire, they dropped where they fell. Those still coming had simply climbed the remains like a ramp. The dead that weren't trampled were clawed and shoved away by the newcomers until their ruined bodies were stretched three and four deep, fifteen yards down the highway. Well, Mama ain't coming out of that bus, 
unless it's out the door, man. So, uh, Walt's words trailed off. So that means we have to clear them away from the bus. Even if Ruby would come out through the windshield, we would be on foot. There's no telling what we're going to find down the road. But anyway, you look at it, on foot is no way to be, Sam said. Nicole nodded and the others indicated their agreement. That means clearing away the dead and getting that bus back on its wheels. Another thing about the bus, it's big. We can push debris out of our way, Nicole said. Walt snorted. <laughs> yeah, man, it's not like we have to worry about scratching the paint, do we? Everyone chuckled. Nicole looked at Walt. Again, Walt, sorry about your bus, she said. Walt smiled back at her. Ah, it's like the dude said. You can't be worried about that shit, man. Life goes on, you know, he said. Nicole smirked. I suggest we try to find some plastic or blankets or anything we can use to cover our hands, she said. Jordan looked at Nicole apprehensively. Do you think we could get infected? She said. Nicole smiled at her. No, honey, I don't think it works that way. I was just thinking of how nasty it is going to be pulling those things away from the bus. The thought of touching them really freaks me out, Nicole said. She gave Jordan a big smile and squeezed her shoulder reassuringly. Jordan smiled back. Yeah, me too. I'll help you look, she said. Nicole nodded. Walt walked back to the front of the bus. Well, I'll tell Miss Ruby what the plan is, he said. Nicole and Jordan set off after Paul, Sam, and Billy down the highway. I'll tell you what, Jordan, we'll make it a game. Girls against the guys, she said. Jordan puffed up at this thought. She turned and shouted at Billy, her father, and Sam, who had moved down the road and were looking in cars and on the sides of the road. It's girls against the guys, and I bet we win, Jordan said. Sam, Paul, and Billy looked over at Jordan, confused. As Jordan and Nicole started searching for anything to make moving the dead easier, Nicole turned to Jordan. You know there are four of them and only two of us. The odds are slightly in their favor, she said. Jordan smiled up at Nicole. Doesn't matter. They don't want to lose to a couple of girls, so now they're going to work twice as hard, which means we can take it twice as easy, she said. Nicole beamed down at Jordan. She slid her finger down her nose and pointed at her. You, Jordan, are a smart girl, she said.